Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. Today, we are talking about a noob who's one of our patrons, his recommendation, uh, which was High School of the Dead. And it was a, it was a nice <laughs> trip down memory lane for me. Uh, it was if you were just saying in the pre-show that this is actually your first time watching it. Yeah, we actually talked a lot about in the pre-show, all sorts of different things as usual, including what the most expensive liquid per gallon is. Yes. Yes, we were. And surprisingly, it's really hard to obtain said liquid, too, which, which is why it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no joke. All right. Well, High School of the Dead, uh, it originally came out in 2010, ran from July to September. It is 12 episodes long, plus one OVA. Uh, Genion and Universal Entertainment ATX, Showgate for the producers, and the studio for it is Madhouse. It's based off of a manga, and the genres are action, horror, supernatural, etchy, shonen, and if you watch the OVA, comedy. Although, I mean... like. I'm like, what do you mean just the OVA? The whole thing's comedy. <laughs> just the OVA. Uh, well, you know, I just, I, I wasn't sure if you were scared of the show, got, got a little off kilter or anything like that. You know, I just, I had to be sure. I had to be sure. Uh, you know, uh-huh. it, was, it was awesome. I, it was a nice trip down memory lane. And my, my wife kept looking over at all the key scenes yeah <laughs> the the bathtub scenes to be more specific <laughs> oh, dear lord yeah yeah this this should not be high school of the dead this should be high school of the teasing people during the apocalypse look look this was without a doubt one of my guilty pleasures of a show i hadn't seen it in so long and I've been neat. Honestly, I've been hoping, waiting for an excuse and I kept forgetting a noob. I'm sorry. Sorry. I kept forgetting. He keeps kept telling me, he's like, you guys really need to watch this. It's like, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. And I forget. <laughs> I always end up forgetting and I'm sorry, but we finally did <laughs> through the persistence. Yeah. And I'm really yeah. happy we did. And I, I, I gotta know, are you happy we did? Uh, I'm happy. I watched it in English. Because that it was the kind of idiocy I needed coupled the, the verbiage, the words they were using. Uh, it was it was the idiocy I needed to be coupled with this because I watched it with the subbed and it looked far too serious uh, with the subbed. Oh, it was way was more serious pre- with the subs. It is way more serious with the subs. I can I can promise yeah. you that. Although with the it still has its comedic moments. So you can't go wrong either way. I love it. No, absolutely not. I mean, if it, if it could have gone through another name other than the one I just said, it was, it would probably be something to the effect of eh, almost propaganda in favor of the United States. 
is everything from the US was like treasured and better with the exception of a katana. Um, and it just looked, I don't know, like even in the episodes, they were like, God bless America and God, God save the world. I'm like, uh, that's, I'm not used to seeing that. The books I read, I'm not used to hearing that. And I was like, okay, that's, well, that's the direction they're going here. Okay. So they had like a kind of a mixture of everything. And, and one of the things that they were actually uh, doing was they were showing like the president and his reaction and the things that were going on with that and how everything was happening with the president of the United States for an episode for a small scene. And one of the other main- like an opener. Yeah. And then you have a uh, Coda who's finally basically finds his niche and breaks through his shell. <laughs> and apparently he was trained and trained by a ex SAS yeah. operative on how yeah. to use guns at such a young age. And yeah, I, he was probably my favorite character. He was short, chubby. He had the right amount of being pathetic, but Oh my God, you put any kind of projectile <laughs> in his hands and he was now Kratos from God of War. Nothing survived that he didn't want to survive. And he was deadly accurate and just a brilliant tactician when it came to anything guns. Yes. Yes, I, I 100% agree with you there. When it came to everything else, he was not that great. He was not that smart. No. It was like a Jekyll and Hyde type thing. The second he got guns in his hand, he became, I would even argue, more handsome. <laughs> you know, like facial features changed a little. I thought he might have grown a few centimeters, got a little skinnier. Just like, yeah, it was like, uh, have, you, <laughs> have you seen the Family Guy episode where they're all muscly built? Uh, yes. Yeah. So. They reminded me of kind of that transformation because, you know, Peter is just this fat blob. And then in this particular episode, he's just ripped for no reason. When this kid had when Dakota had the guns in his hand, I was like, I can imagine him like pulling the trigger on a shotgun. And instead of a gun popping out, his shirt bursts open with just massive muscles bulging everywhere. Like, yes, this is this is how things should be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's really interesting is for the show, they kind of delve a little bit into each character and their mentality, but not too much. And which I actually really enjoyed. They, they kind of, what did your beak, you know, gave you a little taste. So that way you can kind of understand like their mentality, who they are, maybe understand them a little bit more, but it's not the focus of the story. The focus of the story is surviving. Yeah, that's where my that's where a problem in my mind comes to being, because yeah, it wasn't just surviving. It was gathering family members, gathering people, doing things. And <laughs> have you uh, I'm going to have to use game references and stuff like that. But have you ever played? Um, oh, Rod, what is it? It's not Dead Island, uh, like seven days to live or something like that where you're stuck with a bunch of zombies and you have to create things to kill them all, right? Now imagine, if you will, these zombies, these particular zombies, are shown to be extremely susceptible to external sound and 
basically blind with no real uh, pain receptors, meaning you can hit them in the head. They don't feel pain. So you have to make it lethal. Otherwise, they'll keep coming at you. Imagine, if you will. Oh, and uh, they, they go after sound. So they're sound motivated. You find this out very early on by an extremely smart young lady who uh, mentally changes once she sees her parents. I guess she goes from extremely capable to horribly whiny. Uh, but that's, well, she, was, uh, she was like that a little bit already as it was, but it's also understandable why she went that way. But, but we'll look at that in a moment. You, you were saying? Um, I was saying, imagine if you were to create a device that is either electrically powered or gas powered. That is essentially a siren attracting these things. And it spins in a circle with a blade attached to it or several blades from that fact, or maybe chains, something that you could gain momentum on if you spun it in a circle like a fan. And it's about six feet high. You'd have several of them and you just have these killing fields where you just throw this thing up there and it just woo, 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 you know, just bringing everybody near and just decapitating them as soon as they got within range and they'd be dumb enough to continuously go within range. And then you just keep that going until it ran out of gas, start another one up, you know, a football field or two away and you clean up and refill and you'd be able to get rid of everything in your area. Okay. I mean, that's, what do you think of that idea? I was dreaming and that, that came to me. So it's unfortunate, but it, it seems like this was more of a uh, infectious, <laughs> for lack of a better word, uh, show. Well, it, I, it, I mean, like, yeah. if that's what you're dreaming, I, I, I kind of worry a little bit. at this. <laughs> I'm just playing. Bro, I was dreaming about work. That's so, right. like, it was, uh, uh, this was uh, a nice reprieve from work. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. <laughs> I mean, so one of the other gr- good things about this show is it's not just those characters. It's all the side stories and everything else that you see going on. And you see the reactions of other people and what's happening, which in all honesty, I mean, like I felt like kind of, I felt like it gave a kind of realistic view of it. Really? Well, in terms of the general panic, how people act and, and the overall uh, mentality of, Hey, screw you. Every man for himself kind of thing. I get that. I didn't think it was accurate to the point of, even though you will have people who are like, save the children or, you know, for lack of a better term, don't use your privilege to ignore the minorities, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't think it would happen in this particular situation. Yes, I believe there will be those that are protected, those that are that hire people to kill everything around them so they have a safe environment. But eventually, I'd say two days into it, people aren't thinking about a paycheck anymore. Kind of. I mean, I would honestly say that people will always, there will always be people like that no matter what. And definitely when, when people are faced with crisis or a certain viewpoint or, or situation, uh, how they are in their, in their general being is 
to be, you know, to do their job or to, to, to the best of their ability, no matter what, even if there isn't a, say a paycheck coming their way or anything like that, they have that sense of duty. I get that too, but unless you're an orphan or something like that, you're, you're going to think of family. And that's a big thing that came up oh, yeah. in here, family. So I liked how realistic some of the, you're right, the, the responses were realistic, but I just think that they took the most negative things possible and kind of brought them to the forefront. You know what I mean? Which is understandable because they really, I think they really needed, needed to or, or wanted to convey that darker side of human nature. And especially if, if there's someone, so I've always been of the mind, if someone is capable, I'll let them take charge. If they're not capable, I'm walking away. I'll do my own thing because it's, it's not about leadership. It's about success. And if I don't think that, and I think you're the same way. If I don't have faith in who I'm following, I'm better off doing it myself. You know what I mean? Um, in this particular yeah. situation, they didn't listen to the kids because they did not seem competent. And I mean, if I was in this situation and these kids came in from across town and I'm not even willing to step outside my gate, I think I would take their experiences a little more seriously than your kids shut up, go away. Yeah. But at the same time, I could completely understand where they're coming from. It's like, they're just kids and, and we don't know what they have been through or anything like that. They're just, doing what they feel is best and they feel their status is what it needs to be or anything like that. And in the minds of them, it's like, yeah, they are kids. And overall, there's always going to be people like that, no matter what, sadly, sadly, but you feed them to the, to the the beasts first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Goodness. I did notice that there were some physics dynamics. Yes. Yeah. And, and I would say an orchestra of sounds coming from specific people. You've got the ditzy blonde who is unbelievably gorgeous. And every time she moves, you have the boing, boing, boing of her boobs jiggling. Mm-hmm. And then the, whenever she turns around and you see her butt, you're like, Oh, come on. You don't need the sound effects. We get it. She's very well endowed. and ungodly skinny and that's just it everyone in this show was either some sort of weapons expert the main character or extremely well endowed and that leads me to my next little point of contention let's call it all right that horrifying teacher oh yeah uh koichi yeah so I knew he was going to be trouble, and I honestly would not have let him on the on the bus. Oh no! I was I'd watching not. him straight up. Yeah, student in the face is like, dude, deuces, <laughs> close yeah. me on. Yeah, and you know, you know, he was, you know, he was uh, diddling them high school high school girls. Yeah, I was going to use the exact verbiage. I was diddling. Yes, diddling, dude. That's just wrong on all kinds of level. Dude, I can only assume because we didn't see it. I can only assume he got his just desserts at the end. I mean, yeah, but what frustrated me about that whole situation is I can see the fanaticism 
taking hold in such an instance and him being a master manipulator, I thought for sure he did way worse to our main girl than just holding her back a grade. Oh yeah. I thought I thought he manipulated her into doing stuff that and then took cool. pictures or some other stuff yeah. to blackmail her or, or whatever yeah. else. No, no. Thank God all it was is Yeah. You right? Know, you're held back a grade. All right. Well, cool. see, here's where I feel a little bit betrayed by that because I was convinced something like that happened. Oh especially too. after the, his speech of I'm evil. I need your innocence to to purify me. Yeah. And you know when they got kicked out of that co- of that little uh, commune, I guess, that little like compound. safe haven compound, yeah. I knowing if I understand his character appropriately, I could see him trying to spin it like I'm still too evil. You have I'm not pure enough. I need more help. Right. My voice broke right there because I'm like that's just bleh. It is. It is disgusting. And and I'm going to be honest. I am uh, glad that the actor was able to portray him in such a disgusting way. Oh, yeah, dude, Jack, like I'm telling you, the my most favorite characters, 90 percent of the time are the bad guys because they do such a good job. Malfoy ugh, from Harry Potter. I despair that little runt the actor top tier for a kid to be able to do that top tier and then you have just like all these other just vile creatures that are are successfully portrayed uh prince humphrey uh, is that the kid's name from uh what is it um game of thrones joffrey prince joffrey yeah. Yeah. I, if you if you can't tell, I haven't seen it, but I know he's a little <laughs> shit. And when he died, I was like, great. I'm so happy about that. And then my mom was like, he's a kid. Don't you can't talk badly about a kid. I'm like, sure watch can. the show. Sure. See what can. horrific things this little kid does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean but, yeah. yeah. And, and to be able to portray so I would say it's it's harder to be a bad guy than a good guy because everyone loves a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least a, a, from an actor's standpoint. Yeah. In reality, everyone loves the bad guy for because they're charismatic. Look at all the serial killers. I'd have never suspected he was such a family man. Went to church every day. I know, Rick. No one would ever suspect you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safe there. Um, I'm safe there. It's been a very, very long road to get me back to going to church. Well, here's the interesting thing about about the show. Technically, no one's a good guy in the show anymore. Everyone's betrayed, looking out for themselves, trying to take care of themselves or their group. And they make this comment, too, especially when uh, Takashi makes a run to save uh, the little girl, Alice. and. And everyone's like, you know, I'm glad to see that we still haven't lost our humanity. But it, even in the end, you still kind of lost your humanity. Oh, yeah, because you're still willing to let them die. Yeah. You still consider yourself more, um, I would say, more important. Yeah. There, there's a very popular, uh, this is a, a very small sidetrack, but I believe it's relevant. There's a, there was a, a question in psychology class when I was, you know, a younger man 
And they said that you're on a boat. And in this particular instance, I feel like you are on a boat in danger of drowning, being eaten, right? Yep. And you see two people, a baby and a doctor. A doctor is probably around 60 years old. The baby, obviously, a baby. Who do you save? You can only have time to save one. You either get to the doctor first, get to the baby, and the baby's dead because it either drowned or got too cold, or you, you save the baby or the sh- and the sharks eat the old man. You have the ability to, and you need to decide who are you going to save. Who would you save? I'm, I'm sorry. Say it again. What, what are my choices of saving? <laughs> the baby or the old man. You can only choose one. Oh, screw the old man. It's easier to carry a baby. It would be easier to carry a baby. However, looking at it from a surviving standpoint, you'd want to save the old man because the old man can feed himself, bathe himself, take care of himself and help you in case you're sick. Remember, he's a doctor. The baby is a simple liability for the first 12 years. The doctor shows immediate immediate potential to be an asset, whereas the baby could end up being your downfall. The old man could also end up being your downfall because you don't know how old the old man is and whether or not he's going senile uh, or oh, I, I just else. said he was I just said he was 60. Oh, well, I mean, he could still have health problems. <laughs> he could die of a heart attack. We don't know. This, this. is true. It, it, this and is very true. There, there are but, falls to both. The thing, the reason why yes. I would save a baby because it's easier to, to, to carry because if I'm getting chased by something else again, I'm chucking that baby at them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually I was thinking along those lines. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm waiting for the baby back ribs joke. I'm just waiting for that joke. <laughs> the other other white meat. No, I just use it as a football and save myself. <laughs> I mean, you could do that with the old man too, and it's it's a bigger feast. Just saying. Yeah, but no, it's but like to be closer to me. I can't throw an old man that far. I can only push him like kind of. And then there's the chance that he would actually grab into my hand and drag me with him. So we both be screwed. <laughs> Oh, God, I love you sometimes. Moral of the story is fend for yourself. Don't fall over. Uh, No, but like looking at it, that was essentially their situation. They have the ability to go save somebody. Should they? Will it be a liability or will it be an asset? This baby or this child, the child that they saved. Thank God, because that would have been just horrific to watch. Yeah. Um. (laughs) <laughs> Among other things we saw in there, um, I feel like it was the appropriate choice given the fact that it gives them humanity back. Yes. It gives them some form of humanity and some semblance of not only can I survive this, I have the ability to protect others. Yes. And it's nice. It is. It, 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 it's it's nice to think about. And, you know, it also and, shows you in that exact same scene where they're, gaining their humanity back, you actually see how fear can rule a person too, especially for the family. So the dad of Alice was just saying, Hey, I don't care about me. Just please take my daughter. daughter. She's a a child. Just please save her. You don't have to do this. And they didn't want to let him in. He threatened to break down the door. And instead of them just saying, yeah, fine, we'll take the daughter, open it up, stab him, leave them both out there to die. And I get it. I understand their fear and I understand that they're not willing to take on that extra mouth to feed because they already had elderly. They had a couple other people there. It's not just, you know, they had their own problems to do. And I can completely understand 
and how fear rules you for for that it's i i i would love to be able to say i look at them badly but i can't because i understand no, the, the fear <laughs> it's human that. nature unfortunately it's it's something that you can't really this anime did a really good job at exposing not the root of of what the human psyche can go through but real close to it like depending on your view if you are a predator or if you're prey if you're a bystander or if you are an active party yeah like it it did a really good job of showing a bunch of different options a bunch of different portrayals um but the thing that kind of got me how easy the adults seem to betray people mm-hmm. and how strong the loyalty was with the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone who survived up until a point seemed to just be nothing but badasses. And then I don't know, like when everyone started, when, when things started wrapping up and everyone was like, it is time for the nuke. Who's the boss? I don't know. Cause they were bit. Well, who was the president back then? Well, I don't know. Yesterday it was so-and-so, but he was already bit when he took office. It's probably going to go down to like the office workers at this point. Yeah. And you would think that it would not be as bad for people in power. For instance, the officials, politicians, they would know like you're, you're a little too close, brah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You're not going down. All right. Double tap the headshot. We've all played Call of Duty. Yeah. Right. We've all played that. We well, not all, <laughs> not all but we all know what happens. I, I do like the fact that they mixed in quite a bit of quite a bit of comedy. For example, uh, the uh-huh. kids that are running over the bridge like, yeah, what are you going to do? Case full of money. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're going to get kicked. I am glad that they got hosed off the bridge. I really am glad. Yeah. It's like justice right there, you little turds. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do anything. You can't do anything. All the confidence of someone who thinks they're never going to die. Yep. And then, uh, and then uh, they do. Yeah. And then, uh, Sayako, who the sword girl. Yeah. When she finally gets the blade. Ooh. Jeez, man. Now I do have, I've got a really big problem with that. Not the fact that she got a blade, but the fact that, in the very beginning, it shows that if you stab them in the heart, they don't die. They even come after you. And at the very end, they're poking them. Like, not even, like, full penetration. And they fall over. What? Now, don't get me wrong. That chick was badass. Like, I would back her any day of the week. She was a 100% asset. Wooden sword, stick, metal sword. So long as she's not mad at you, we're golden. Right. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what it was is not that they were just like poking them and they were dropping dead. They were shoving them away. They were trying to just make it through. Not so much that they were trying to kill. They were stabbing. Well, you stab people and they dropped. You're like, she was slicing them in half and they would drop. So, I mean, like if you got cut in half, I'm. I don't care if you're a zombie. If you're in half, you're in half. There is no, there is no staying together. I've, I've seen, uh, Oh, geez. What is that show called? It's a zombie show. Super popular. 
live action. There's a chick with a sword. Do with a baseball bat with nails in it. Sheriff. Uh, the Walking Dead. Yes. I'm going to get butchered for that. Um, but yeah, the, the Walking Dead. <laughs> Even in there. Zombies come at you. There are ways and there are ways, you know? Yep. And like people learn and people survive because they learn. And I'm not seeing so much of any learning done here. Well, here's the thing. Uh, that takes place after all the events have already happened. This is literally within minutes, hours, days of it happening. So everyone's still trying to learn and get their bearing and figure everything out. And they never learned where it all started from. Would you expect them to learn where it started from in the first 48 hours, every two hours? I mean, I expected them not to like slay zombies in running water that you're going to eventually drink. Well, I mean, why not? I drink the blood of my enemies in a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) It'll make me stronger or one of them. One of them. Hey, it only matters if you get bit. Hey, so here's the Here's a question for you, sir. If you get a larger chunk bitten out of you, is it? I mean, from my interpretation, if you get a larger chunk bitten out of you, you turn faster. However, if you get a smaller chunk bitten out of you, you are less likely to turn as quickly, especially when chunk is bitten through clothing. I mean, that's what I don't know. See, no, he had he had main character plot armor almost. Hang on, hang on. You have to understand something because uh, what's her face? Uh, that thought girl, you know, the one that got slapped in the face in the beginning. <laughs> uh, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When she got cracked in the face, her boyfriend comes up. It's like, yo, dude, you can't be slapping my girl like that. He gets yeah. bit through his shirt, not even having full skin rip, just like slightly bit. And he lasts hours before he. Turns. I don't think it was hours. I would Again, say, it, okay, fine. Not hours. Maybe an hour. Maybe two. Which would technically half an hour? I, I would half say lo- I would say longer than half an hour. I would agree with you where I would say that it, it qualifies for being the longest amount of time it takes to turn someone. I disagree with that right there, too. The, oh, <laughs> because what was it? The vice president on the plane got bit and he's like, I don't know how much longer I have. And he had a giant chunk bitten out of his arm through his suit, too. And you yeah, know, he shot himself in the head. Yeah, but he lasted a long time too. So, well, it's not he that he probably, shot himself. He got he got taken out by one of the pilots or staff. He got taken out by the office worker, the secretary. Secretary came God up, was like, bless America. Uh, yeah, I got you, homie. Uh huh. Then uh-huh. you just see the plane crashed on the ground anyway, so it doesn't matter. Fire did nothing to these these zombies. They just made them walking flame bots that just wanted to eat you and would basically be able to cook you from the point of touch. Right. But, oh, man. Aside from all that and the wonderful physics that happened, especially when bullets are firing and bro and, you know, those blades are slicing and then dicing. So I have a theory about that. Okay. There's one scene in particular we're talking about because it's the only scene I've seen multiple times and not because I'm like, ooh, rewind play, rewind play, rewind play. Although that was hilarious to do. Um, (laughs) Basically, Takashi, by the way, every time 
I'm talking every time someone would say their name, I'd be like six nine. Oh yeah, and a name again. Oh yeah, six nine. Takashi six nine. I'm like, are you, bro? Granted, times are different. I don't know which one came first. So, yeah, it was so it was distracting. I'm like Takashi six nine. This guy. And then yeah, yeah. So you're saying. <laughs> I might have lost my train of thought. That certainly sounds like. It. So, so everyone, all the girls, apparently, including the teacher, and except for Alice. Uh, so you have Sayako, Ray, Saya, uh, Shizuku, which are the main uh, high school level plus women. Apparently, all yeah. have a thing for Takashi, except Saya's kind of split. I feel like between Kota and Takashi. Yeah, and I think it goes back to them seeing a potential leader, someone reliable, and them just being like, I want your babies. <laughs> well, that and the unusual bath scene, too, that was just random. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why are you going to strip down naked after someone uses your boobs as a as a as a stand for a gun? And now your boobs hurt, so you need to get naked and have your back rubbed. What? Well, it's I mean, I ain't mad at it, but well, it was for the medication and all that other stuff. Obviously, that's what she said. And I mean, Uh she gave Takashi ample time to help apply the medication on her breasts that were. So here's one of my problems. (laughs) The dude (laughs) has no heart. He can't he can't commit to anything. Aside from that, my other problem is I'm going to move away from that. We're going to go for for the shooting because you brought that up. I brought it to my mind. You and I right. both know with her head being right there. Oh. It shots. She would be deaf. Her oh, bad. Would be yeah. shot. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah literally. Ugh. Burn marks, scorched hair, deaf. No, instead, it was just a very pleasurable experience for her. I'm, she's 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 got you know whatever kinks, and uh, Sayako gets off on killing people. In case you didn't yeah. know from from the giant, I'm wet being written up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the things they got away with. I think. I what was, was awesome. the rating on this show? Just curious. What was the rating? The the rating was seven. Point one one on MAL. Oh uh, no, no, you misunderstand my question, sir. Oh, my my question. Yeah, you know it. Uh, R plus for mild nudity. Mild, mild, mild nudity. The only thing they didn't have on there was penetration. No, not even close. They only had one full nude scene. Uh huh. Episode that dealt with nudity. Let me phrase it like that. I only had one episode that had the well. If you watch the OVA, two episodes, two episodes. Oh, God. Say, we'll, we'll see how long you keep backtracking because that's uh, that seems to be. I watched it uncensored. Not a right? thing. I didn't. So I didn't. I, that's I'm how God. I know. I watched it uncensored. <laughs> that's how I know. Jeez. Oh, All right. Yeah. The whole thing was just a glorified beach episode. Let's just call it what it was. The OVA definitely was a glorified beach episode. And uh, the only way you can watch it is, on, at least to my knowledge, aside from buying it, is on a Verve or High Dive, which is where it was. And you can watch it both ways. Sub, dub, doesn't matter. It's on there. Uncensored. Makes sense. For your viewing pleasure. 
And uh, basically all it was is it was the beach episode that's usually thrown in in the middle of somewhere. And everyone ends up getting really high. Uh, (laughs) apparently has a thing for her mom. Uh, Shizuku, the blonde chick, apparently has a thing for her best friend. And so some more than just a thing snuggles and hugs and everything like that goes on there. And you obviously know Ray and Psycho have a thing for Takashi because when you see them next, they're making out with each other completely naked, thinking they're making <laughs> out with Takashi. And Takashi, oh, great, bless his heart, is passed out thinking he's having hot sex with Psycho, with uh, Psycho, holding off four different female zombies at the exact same time while he's you know, having his hallucinogenic dream with, which I will say the girls are all laugh are looking at him in horror. And then, you know, that, that climax of a moment for him happens when one of the zombies accidentally headbutt him there. Moment of clarity. Let's call it moment of clarity. So that's the OVA in a nutshell. You're not missing anything. And, and that one's also, Rated for uh, mild nudity. R for mild nudity. Yeah, yeah. No, what I will say is it was actually really good. Like I, it was above my expectation. It wasn't. It was worth it watching it in English because, my God, the f bombs that they drop, the 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 lingo, just everything. Everything was. I can't see it being. I, I can't see it being serious at any point in time because whenever they tried to be serious they broke it up with more comedy yeah that's why if you watch it uh subbed it's a little bit more serious but it was still good nonetheless oh yeah i 100 percent agree all right sir so on a scale of up to 10 how would you rate it all righty um i'm gonna give it an eight and the reason i give it an eight the animation quality was solid all the way through the ending was lackluster Obviously, I really hated the fact that after every episode, there was an extra episode, basically another four or five minutes to watch. And I'm like, you could it it added literally nothing. You could have thrown that before and just had a regular outro. You did not need every episode. Nothing happening. And they basically recapped what was happening. and, And that was the bridge between the episodes. Yeah. It didn't need that. So, yeah, that, that an eight for me because I recommend this to, I'd recommend it to a lot of people. I'd let them know that they're about to see some stuff, but beyond that. I also would have to give this an eight. I give it an eight because of that, but also because of the stupidly open ending, obviously. Yeah. You know, me and my, my wonderful love of open endings. Yeah. Well, that's why I thought that we were going to watch season two, but there is no season two. No, there isn't yet that we know of. It's been yeah. 10 years. They have plenty of source material. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to look good. It's going to look whoever picks it up again. I hope to God makes it at least half as decent yeah. as what they did with this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next week is actually a recommendation from Jeb in our uh, discord server. Nice. They usually give pretty good, solid animes to watch. 
Indeed. So next week we're going to be watching New Game Season 1. And that's a new game with an exclamation point. I look forward to it. Indeed. Well, that's all the time that we have for uh, today. I uh, hope you all enjoyed uh, this week's choice. Uh, if you feel like we missed something, didn't do it justice, did it too much justice or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com, at those anime guys on Twitter. Uh, Want to listen to the pre and post show that we usually do? Usually do almost always do a pre show. Uh, Patreon.com slash featured anime podcast to check out, check it out. Dollar a month will get you there. Want to buy some merch? Store.featuredanimepodcast.com. And until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. Uh, and I, I had a really good one to go out to, but uh, I'll give it to you guys next time. <laughs> Later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm